Hey church, Pastor Mike. Welcome to my 7-Minute Almost Daily podcast where we're trying to do three things. One, be helpful to you. Two, be the best church we can possibly be right now. And three, discover the future church our city needs us to be. Come on along. Trying to figure out how to re-church. Oh man, we're having a good time now. Thanks for being here. Talking about re-church, and I am stoked for the message that's coming together for September 6th, looking at Jesus and Nicodemus. This is a powerful, powerful moment for the then people of God, right? Nicodemus is one of the key leaders um, in the uh, Israelite nation, really, He's a, he's a Sadducee. He's a, he's a top-level religious uh, fanatic, um, o- obedient servant of God, keeper of the law, upright um, in the eyes of the people at least, um, meeting with Jesus and essentially asking this question, what is going on? What is going on? They identified Jesus the Sadducees did, the Pharisees identified that he was of God and didn't know what to do with it, wondered what it meant for them. And like I said, we're going to talk about it this week, uh, just in a couple of days, Sunday. And Jesus explains that there's a big change coming and it is going to be not only hard to change, but equally difficult to even understand. Nonetheless, Jesus is saying to Nicodemus, which is captured beautifully in the episode that uh, covers this content in that new Chosen uh, series. It's phenomenal. One of my favorite scenes in the first season was the one with Jesus and Nicodemus. I literally have it in my head when I'm reading the passage. And they do a great job capturing the tension that, and the, um, the, the, the difficulty and the passion and the desire of Nicodemus to be a godly man faced with a situation that doesn't fit into his paradigm at all. And Jesus is saying, everything's, everything's going to change. And you're not going to, you're not going to know. You're not going to have a, a, a solid grip on what's coming. Now, here's the thing. That's not unusual for the people of Israel. Think back of the exodus out of Egypt, out of captivity. And they get, it's like, okay, we're going, we're leaving. And all the planners are saying, well, what's the plan? And the plan basically was, we're leaving. <laughs> We're, we're going. Yeah, but what about the river? I, I don't know. We, we're just supposed to go this way, and, that, and the God will take care of it. Now, you know what, what could have easily happened is that they, they stand, they congregate on the shore, and they have to go across, and they start thinking, well, we can't just walk in there. We got we to gotta do something. So people are building boats and, and building bridges and, and doing all sorts of things to try to figure out how to get over that. And, and God 
Just like, just like the time with Jesus and Nicodemus, you've got God and Moses where God is saying, Moses, I'm not laying it out that clearly. Just move. I will take care of it. I got this. Follow me. I have the plan. I'm not telling you everything because the biggest thing is to just follow him. <laughs> it's, it's like, I want you to walk into that river. But what? Well, then what? Well, then I want you to walk further into the river. Okay, then what? What's going to happen to the river? Trust me. <laughs> okay. You can never in your wildest dreams imagine that that was going to happen, that it was just going to split. Oh, you know, people say, oh, it's just a wind. Like the wind just kind of blew back the water and so they could walk right through. You know what? No, it, it, was, more, it was more than that. Remember, they walked through on dry ground. Explain that dry ground. Do you ever walk into a lake or a, or a river like eight feet? What are you standing on? Usually soppy, goopy silt that you're sinking down in, slippery rocks. It's like, no, this was amazing and you could never plan it. And the whole idea is trust God. Things are changing. And that's where we are as a church. That's where we should always be as a church. But this pandemic has forced the issue. And God's saying, hey, you know what? We need to change. Let's change. And we say, how? And he's like, just trust me. Just be committed to change. Start evaluating what you do. See if you're hitting the target. Are you reaching people? Are you connecting? Are you praying? Are you doing all those basics? How are you going to do it? better? How are you going to do it more in step with me? God is calling us into a space of change, into a space of um, evaluation, into a space of refinement. The reality is a lot of the basics, just like it's been since the moment they left Egypt and since, since they met with Jesus in uh, living color, and, and, and ever since then, the basics are still the basics. We still got to figure out how to connect in small groups. We still got to figure out how to raise the next generation. We still got to figure out how to communicate the gospel to our neighbors. We still got to figure out how to cooperate together as churches for the greater good of our city. We still got to figure out how to identify and equip leaders. We still need to teach one another how to disciple people who have become leaders. Those basics are always going to be the basics, but we can get better. We can do better at reaching our neighbors. We can do better at serving our city. Do we need to step into some rivers where we don't know where it's going to lead or how it's going to work out? Absolutely. That's all a part of following the Spirit. It's the Spirit. Rechurch has always been a part of church. It can be exciting. Let's go. 